2023 is here and it's time to plan out your goals to get in the shape of your life this year. Maybe you started your journey this past year or maybe you're looking to make 2023 the year you get the results you've always dreamed of. And if you are, I want to help you. I've been a health and fitness coach for almost a decade now. I've helped thousands of people often online get in the shape of their life and drop the kilos they've been wanting to shed for years. I've helped people transform their bodies, their health, and their minds. And most importantly, I've shown them how they can maintain this on a long-term basis. As your coach, I take care of everything within your health and fitness journey, your training, your nutrition, your cardio, supplementation, etc. But I also look at your journey from a holistic perspective and address your stress, your sleep, your mindset, and ensure you have everything you need to achieve your results. If you're ready to make this the year you get the results you truly want, fill in the application form in the description below. It'll only take you two minutes and I'll be in touch for us to book in a call so we can plan out your journey and put some clear goals in place. If you have any questions about the coaching, feel free to email me or DM me on Instagram, which is at Elliot Hassoon. I'm excited to hear from you and excited to help you transform your body, health, and mind in 2023. A lot of you will know that I'm a big fan of the app MyFitnessPal. It's been my nutrition app of choice for many, many years. And to be honest, these days I don't use it so much. I really do just rely on an intuitive approach. But for a certain period of my journey, especially in the early stages, it was a vital piece of the puzzle to allow me to know what goes into my body and what are the specific macronutrient ratios of the foods that go into my body and really gave me a solid understanding of nutrition. And as I mentioned, these days I barely need to use it, but I do recommend it for a lot of people who are getting started on their journey to understand what's going into their body and making sure that they hit their macros to a T on a day-to-day basis. And over the years, I learned a fair few tips and tricks, which I want to share with you today to make sure that you utilize MyFitnessPal in the most effective way. The first tip that I want to give you today is to use the copy and paste function. One of the big things I hear about people when it comes to tracking food and using MyFitnessPal is the time that it takes. And realistically, for me, it's something that once you get used to it, it doesn't take too much time at all. But I appreciate in the early stages, whilst you're getting used to things, it does take a little bit of time. And something that will save you a major amount of time is using the copy and paste function. Let's say, for example, you're eating the same meal on a day-to-day basis that is your breakfast. All you need to do is go to the breakfast entry, press the three dots that are on the bottom right-hand corner, and then what will come up is copy to date. And all you need to do is hit that button, and then you can literally take it to any of the other days in the future. You can copy it to your breakfast tomorrow, your lunch tomorrow, your dinner tomorrow, or your breakfast on Monday, for example, if you're doing it from Friday to Monday to give yourself a head start. It's a super, super easy tool to use and will save you a lot of time. You can also do it with your entire day as well. This is a little bit different. You go to the top left, you hit edit, and then you'll press select all, and then you'll hit copy, and then you obviously do the same, whether it's the same meals tomorrow or certain different meals throughout the day, depending on where you want to place it. That is going to save you a major amount of time, especially if you're on a meal plan that doesn't change too regularly. And bear in mind, you can select certain foods as well. So let's say you're changing your protein sauce, but you're having a stir fry for dinner. And instead of having prawns, you're having beef, for example, on this day. You can copy all the ingredients from the stir fry, except from the beef, and then add that in later. And then once again, it's going to save you a major amount of time. Next up is to use the barcode function. This one's been around for a little while now, and I also recognize that they now have a scan a meal function, but I haven't used the scan a meal function, so I'm not going to give you that recommendation just yet until I try it out myself. But simply what you can do here is when you press 
add food, you hit scan a barcode, it's one of the first things on the top of the screen, and then you literally just get your barcode and you scan it. You're obviously gonna have to add your own serving size, but at least you don't have to search for that food. It's very, very quick, very, very easy. Just be warned that sometimes it will give you some crazy different entries compared to what you're used to. I think that one time in the past, bear in mind this was like six or seven years ago, I scanned the milk and it came up with lobster. That was probably one of the most peculiar ones I had. So just be aware of that. Double check your packet, double check the serving size, but that will save you a decent amount of time when it functions as well. Number three is to preload your meals into MyFitnessPal. I am a big, big fan of this. I think tracking as you go can be helpful if your nutrition is fairly unpredictable and you want to have a little bit more nutrition flexibility. But if you know that you typically eat a very similar thing or you're getting started on a journey, preloading your foods into MyFitnessPal is a major hack for me. This is what I used to do all the time. I would typically get to the end of the day or maybe at the weekend and I would start thinking about what I'm going to consume this week. Obviously, it lined up with my meal prep as well. And I would enter my breakfast, enter my lunch, enter my dinner, enter my snacks to try and match it up with the macros that I had prescribed for myself at that time. This way, I didn't get to the end of the day thinking, ah, no, I've got 20 grams of protein to consume, one gram of fat and 80 grams of carbs. How am I possibly going to get that in? That might be quite nice for those who like carbs, but it's very difficult to get to the end of the day and have a random bunch of macros and you're not really sure what to do with them and it creates more stress around hitting your macros for the day. But if you load it up in advance, you can make those adjustments in advance. And the beauty of this is that you haven't already eaten your breakfast. So you can save some of the carbs from earlier, you can save some of the protein, whatever you need to do. But by doing it in advance and using it kind of as a meal planner versus a meal tracker will be a major key to success. Number four is set up reminders and use downtime moments in the day to stay on top of this. I'm not usually a big fan of notifications, but if this is something that you regularly forget, but you know how much value it provides to you, set some reminders, allow the notifications for just my fitness pal. And you can go into the app and set it for certain times of the day. So if you know that it would be really helpful for you to do early in the morning, set it in the morning. If you know that you don't want to forget it for the day, then set it at 6, 7, 8 p.m. later in the day to make sure that you get an opportunity to track it. And also get used to getting my fitness pal up during those moments in the day where you're waiting for a train, you're waiting for a call. You've got five minutes between meetings, for example. You know, when you pick up your phone to scroll through Instagram or Facebook or check a message that you don't really need to, try and get in the habit instead of picking up my fitness pal, tracking your food, and it will be much easier to stay on top of. It really just comes down to creating that habit. And number five is to match up the food that you're tracking with the food that you're actually consuming. There's a million entries when you type in cod fillet. There's a million entries when you type in vegan burger. And you don't want to be super vague here. The whole reason you're tracking your nutrition is for accuracy, right? So if you are buying foods from supermarkets that have the nutritional information on them, then start by typing in what the brand is, what the supermarket is, looking at the back of the pack, maybe roughly looking at the calories to begin with. And then when the entries start coming up, you'll see the food name and then you're going to see the calories next to it. If you know that your food is around 230 calories per 100 grams, for example, and you see an entry with 500, you're going to be able to ignore that and discard that entry very easily. But then you might see one that's like 232. You're like, okay, maybe that could be quite accurate. Then you can click on that. You can see how the macros line up with it and you can make sure that it's accurate. You don't want to pick the first entry. There is a ton of different entries. Some are verified, but I would even double check those as well because of when brands change their formula, they might change the recipe, which might alter the macros. So that entry might have been accurate last year, but it no longer is now. So just get used 
use the double checking and that will go a long way. And then if you're eating that food on a regular basis, then you can go into your recently added foods to your MyFitnessPal diary and just use that every time. Or you can use the copy and face function once again, and that will ensure that your entries are accurate. So team, those are my top five MyFitnessPal hacks, and I hope that they help you on your journey. Like I said, MyFitnessPal is an app that you will need to use forever, but in the early stages of your journey, it can give you plenty of nutritional education. So utilize it as much as you need to. So team, that is everything for me today. Take care, have an amazing week ahead, and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.